All right, episode four. Hello, this is Andrew Gonzalez. This is super original. And I just went to go see mid-90s. Unfortunately, I did not see it at Alamo Drafthouse this time. I went to go to Harkins in the mall by myself. It's my day off, so it's not depressing that I went to the movies by myself. The only reason I left my house today was to cancel my gym membership and to go to a movie by myself so I don't know why they say people kill themselves around the holidays because I feel I feel great but any hoot we're gonna do it a little different this time I'm going to give you like a little pre a pre-review like see it or don't see it type deal and then once we get past that then we can talk about the actual movie how we've been doing it I'll go through the movie and I'll kind of pick out what's good and what's bad but here goes the pre-review Eh, uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It just kind of existed. I thought it was kind of strange that it was a movie at all. Um, it's more like a like a artsy, like something you would see at like a Cannes Cannes Film Festival that wouldn't win. Um, but then again, I'm I'm probably really not the demographic they were going after. But then that makes you wonder, what was a demographic? Was it, it's a movie about kids in the mid-90s, but they're all teenagers in the mid-90s, so now they're like 30 years old, but are they supposed to enjoy this movie about little kids being annoying? I don't know. Uh, so as far as the pre-review goes, I could have lived without seeing it. I don't think it adds anything to anything. So, I mean, if you're really into skating and you're really into the 90s, I guess, um, go see it. But if you're not, then you could probably just skip this one. But I'll go a little more in-depth for those of you that have seen it. Or if you don't care and you watch movies even after they've been spoiled for you, which would be weird, go ahead and continue listening because I'll get into the real review with spoilers right now. All right, so let's get let's get into it. Little little background here. This movie's written and directed by Jonah Hill, who which you know I'm very excited about. I love Jonah Hill. If you haven't seen Maniacs on Netflix, uh, I recommend it. It's kind of weird, but I definitely recommend it. It was very cool, and uh, it was you know it was different. It was very different, and there was you know a beginning and middle and end, and it was good. So I enjoyed it. But Jonah Hill. Everyone knows who Jonah Hill is. He's from Superbad. He's funny. He's uh, in This Is The End. He's in all kinds of stuff. You know who Jonah Hill is. If you don't, that's your fault. Go look him up. But anyway, he wrote and directed this movie. I don't know how old Jonah Hill is. I'm going to assume he's my age. Um, uh, What was the point of this, Jonah? I, I don't understand. Was this you? Was this you as a little boy? You were a little... Man and the skaters community took you in under their wing and you wanted to share that with the world? Like, what do you, what do you, I don't know what you're doing. So right off the bat, when the movie starts, it's like, it's filmed in a way like it's super, it's like grainy, like it's from the 90s. And instead of like, you know, the widescreen letterbox where there's like the black bar on top and the black bar on bottom. It's like a reverse. There's like a black bar on the side and then a black bar on the other side. I'm sure there's a you know a name for that, and I'm going to look stupid, but that's how the whole movie is. So the whole movie, you're watching this square, 
of of video and that that's that's strike one jonah i don't care i don't care what your vision is just play a just have a regular fucking movie that didn't add anything to the goddamn movie asshole so anyway, the movie starts out, and what do you know? There's a fucking 90s song, and apparently in the 90s, everyone wore fucking Street Fighter t-shirts and only did generically 90s things. No one did anything besides listen to uh, fucking Mob Deep and uh, watch Ren and Stimpy and Beavis and Butthead, and, you know, everyone was... It's just... it's If you're going to make a fucking... You can't make like a... Like a like a genre like a period movie like this, the the time your movie is set in is not supposed to be the star of the movie, let alone the name of the fucking movie. Mad Men is not called late fifties; it's called fucking Mad Men, and it, it's the, the 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 time period it takes place in is the is supposed to be the backdrop. It's supposed to add little subtleties of flavor and like oh this oh. This is why they're acting like this is because this is the time period. It's not supposed to be so you can show how cool you are that you remember all the generic fucking 90s things. Oh, my God. This is this is pissing me off. But I'll get into the movie. So movie starts just like I said. The guy's, you know, fucking whatever. Uh, his brother, this this little kid, he's got like long hair. His name is uh, I've got the names ready today. His name is. Fuck, Sonny Suljic is the star of the show here in the mid-90s, and he comes running out of his room, his little, his older brother is this big guy named Lucas Hedges in real life, I don't know what his name is in the movie, it doesn't matter, he fucking throws him against the wall, starts beating the shit out of him, the mom doesn't do anything, so in the first five seconds... Okay, we've established that the little brother is abused and that the mom is, you know, she's doing what she thinks is her best, but, you know, she's not doing very much to raise these two children. So then cut to, cut to like the next day, I guess. Um, The kid goes through his brother's room, looks through his CDs. They're all a bunch of 90s CDs. Congratulations, Jonah Hill. You like a lot of 90s rap. That's a really... That's a really niche genre. I didn't know anyone was really into 90s rap. That's that's cool of you to showcase that. Um, so he looks through all that stuff. And then the next scene, they're at a little dinner with the mom and the brother and and the main character, Sonny. So they're there celebrating the older brother's birthday. Little Sonny gives him a CD. The brother's an asshole. He doesn't say thank you or anything. He just puts it down. And the whole time, uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal is playing. And it starts right at the chorus. So that you know, just in case you forgot, in case you didn't know where this, what time period this movie was set in, it takes place sometime around the mid, like the middle, middle, about the middle of the 90s. Okay? So now that we've established that through uh, some really creative storytelling, um, now old, old Sonny, you know, he goes... He's just walking around, and uh, he sees these skateboarding children. They're like, uh, I don't know, 15, 16, 17, I guess one of them is. And uh, he, I guess he likes the, the look. He likes the lifestyle because uh, they don't really like authority, it seems, because they're yelling at 
shop owners and basically just you know they're causing causing a ruckus and uh so he's he's into that and so he goes and makes friends with them by sitting in the shop and they all work at like this skate shop where they sell skateboards and like put on the grip tape and stuff for the the skateboards and so he starts hanging out there and like getting them water and stuff and then he becomes friends with them all the while in the background, the uh, brother is just keeps being an asshole to him. If this movie, if I sound uninterested, it's just because this movie is really slow. It's not uninteresting. Just not really anything happens. It's not really a story. It's just like, there's no like beginning, middle, and end. It's just kind of a, it's just like watching this kid become friends with skateboarders. But anyway, let's just keep going with the plot. So, um, you know, a lot of 90s music is playing and he starts to become friends with this little skinny kid, this little skinny Mexican kid. And uh, he's the little Mexican kid's kind of an asshole, but he's nice to him. And so he loves that because no one's fucking nice to him in his life. And so he starts to become really good friends with these guys and he starts to practice skating. He never really gets that good at it, but it's more about the community of this little tight group of friends and what they're going through. And they all sort of have their own thing. The little Mexican guy has, you know, it's a little rough for him at home. And the the main, there's this guy named, his name is Fuck Shit. And uh, he's played by Olin Pernat. And he's just like, like I sound, I feel like an asshole because, like, I just thought they were all like little shitty kids. Like, I didn't like any of them. They were all just like shitty asshole kids. But I don't know. Like, is that the point of the movie? Is like to show these kids that everyone thinks are assholes, but they're really just normal kids, and it's not their fault because they got stuff going on at home? Or are you accepting that they're assholes and like? Like, I'm, I'm wrong. Like, I didn't really know. So I just, I, maybe, you know, I, I don't, I don't fucking know. I didn't like any of the characters except for, uh, like the main, the main black guy put, uh, Ray, the guy that's trying to go pro. He was, seemed like the only good actor. No, I don't want to say that. He seemed like the only good actor. They were all good actors, but he was like a good, he was like a good person in the movie, I guess. And, uh, you know, he was trying to be a good influence on, on, uh, Sonny's character. But even then, like, he's, he's like letting him drink and like all kinds of stuff like that. So, you know, not that great of a person, even though he's the best person in the movie, arguably. So anyway, you know, little Sonny, he gets to know these guys and his life outside of home. He's got kind of an escape. He's not good at skateboarding, but he still tries to skateboard. And really what's what's happening is that he's he's bonding with this this group of friends who are like the only nice people in his life. And like, even though, you know, they're misfits, they all fit together. And that's kind of like that's nothing happens like they all they become friends. The mom doesn't like it. He starts getting hurt. They there's like some internal struggles like. Fuck shit gets mad at Ray because Ray is talking to pros and he's trying to go pro and do some of his life. And he fuck shit is trying to, you know, he just doesn't take anything seriously. And all he wants to do is drink and party. 
And then Sonny's character, he goes to this party and he's like fucking, he looks like, I mean, I don't know how old he's supposed to be, but he looks like he's fucking 10 years old. And uh, he's like smoking weed and drinking 40s and smoking cigarettes and like fingering girls and like, what are you, what are you doing, man? Your mom should be, you know, you shouldn't be out this late. It's, that's, it's unacceptable. And who's this girl that you're, you know, who's, you know, batting your stuff around? Like, she should be in jail. That girl's like 10 years older than you. She's at least, I mean, I don't know how old she's supposed to be, but there's like an awkward scene where he's like, he's like getting with this girl who's like literally twice his age. And, um,. Yeah, I just thought that was weird, and then it just, I don't know, maybe it didn't, it just didn't seem believable, like, that he's out doing this stuff, and drinking and smoking, and everyone's cool with it, and he's like, I I mean, I don't know, I don't know, but anyway, so he does that, and then he starts getting out of control, he comes home drunk, his brother beats the shit out of him again, constantly throughout the movie, and, and then he's like, he's finally able to accept, you know, He's finally able, he has the confidence to say how much he doesn't like his brother and how his brother's a loser and he doesn't have any friends. And then the brother, like, starts crying after beating the shit out of him, like, uh, and then, you know, but the brother's, like, but before that, the brother and him had bonded over, like, hating their mom. So, like, everyone in this movie is just, like, a piece of shit. Like, what are we, why are we celebrating this? Um, but again, I don't know. Maybe we're not supposed to be celebrating it. Maybe it's Jonah Hill saying, look at this. It's not their fault. And, uh, you know, these kids are, are cool. Um, but I don't know. I just didn't get that from the movie. So anyway, the movie just goes on like that. And then fuck shit gets all drunk cause he's depressed. And then he's driving drunk and then they all get in the car and then they crash, which, you know, uh, they crash because they're drunk driving and everyone's in the car, even little little Sonny's character. And then in the hospital, uh, fuck shit is not arrested for a DUI that caused a rollover and injuries to a small child and probably, you know, possibly killed another family that we're not told about. But, you know, he's just chilling in the waiting room along with all the other friends. And then this shithead mom is like, Oh, wow. You know, my son almost died because of these degenerate kids. But what's really important is that their friendship is what's is what's real. So uh, I'm going to bring them all in to see my son instead of pressing charges against the 17 year old drunk driver who almost killed my 10 year old child. Uh, And then the guy who's got like the he's got like uh, he's the, the white guy, the only older white guy. He says, uh, hey, check this out. And he's been filming the whole time saying that he wants to make movies. And he plugs into the hospital TV. And it's a home video of all the stuff we just saw. And then the credits come on. And that's the whole movie. And I don't understand. Like, it could have been like an episode of... It it just didn't feel like... Def- okay, so beyond all that, beyond all like, oh, I don't get it. Um, you know, it's not really for me. So that's great. I accept that. Maybe it's, maybe I'm not the demographic, but as far as a movie goes, that was a shitty fucking movie. It wasn't a movie. It's, it, uh, you know, 
it has no place in the, the history of movies. Nothing happened. Nothing, nobody grew. Nobody, you know, nobody learned anything. Nothing was resolved. Nothing, no challenges arose. It was just like a voyeuristic look into this shitty lifestyle that, well, I don't want to say shitty. I don't want to, you know, jump to uh, judgment because maybe that's the point. But it was just, it was like a, re- it was like a sneak peek look into a really what seems to be accurate portrayal of a lifestyle that I've never had any interest whatsoever in. And that's 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 all that I got from it. So it was weird. It was it was weird to see. Like, I guess it was interesting to see shitty asshole characters as like the main characters of the movie. That was kind of different, but I don't think that was on purpose. I don't think we're supposed to think they're assholes. Um, but I did. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I know this is kind of a short, short one, but it was a really short movie, and you know, I could, I could do without it if it comes out. I definitely wouldn't go see it in theaters if I had known. Um, but I mean, if you get three bucks after it comes out on Amazon, go ahead and rent it just to give Jonah Hill some money so he can try it out again. You know, I, I, they were all good actors. I'll get everyone did a good acting job. There wasn't. It wasn't really like a comedy. It definitely was not a comedy. There was like maybe two or three funny parts. Like it intentionally just. I don't think there were any funny parts. Like I don't think it was meant to be a comedy at all whatsoever. Um, it was really just like this flash peek into these young skateboard kids' lives. Um, but yeah, it wasn't that interesting. But again, like I said, if you're into skating. Check it out. $3.99 after like the original. Like, you know when it comes out, sometimes it's like $20 to buy it at first. Um, yeah, same thing. Another, if you're, if you're interested in like a coming-of-age tale, I don't know if it's really a coming-of-age tale, if this is what it was supposed to be. But I saw a movie, this movie, the whole time I was watching it, kind of reminded me of the movie Eighth Grade by Bo Burnham. Which wasn't super my cup of tea, but it was, I think it did what mid-90s, like, I don't think mid-90s was trying, I think it just happens, I think it's just coincidence that they're very similar movies, but um, go watch 8th Grade if you're at all interested, and if you like Bo Burnham, like, a lot of Bo Burnham stuff is, like, super... Not a lot of it, but some of his stuff is super corny. But, you know, he's got some smart points in there. Um, but the movie Eighth Grade is like kind of a glimpse into a similarly age character. But it's like what's happening now. But And it's a girl and it's like about how social media, like how she has to have a presence on social media in order to feel accepted in real life. And like the drawbacks of that. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting. And it was definitely funnier. And it was definitely much better than mid 90s um but everyone in mid 90s is a good actor especially well in mid 90s in the actual movie like the older brother he was not that great i didn't think like he was kind of like when he cries in the fucking kitchen after his brother yells at him uh i didn't really think that was particularly great uh lucas hedges 
But before, I, you know, the movie started, he's in two fucking movies. He was in two of the goddamn previews um, for movies that were coming out. He is in coming out in this movie called uh, Ben is Back, where he, like he's like a drug addict, and he goes back to Julia Roberts, who's like his mom, and uh, like all the trials there. That looks really interesting. So look at the preview for that. And then he's in some movie called Boy Erased, too. And um, he's goes to, like, this gay camp where they turn you not gay. And, like, his brother, his dad is played by uh, Russell Crowe. And then Nicole Kidman is his mom. But, anyway, all that stuff looks much more interesting than mid-'90s actually was. So uh, I can't really recommend it. But, like I said, don't let me dissuade you from seeing a movie you want to see ever. Um, so that's the review. That's episode four, mid nineties, um, and this is super original. So just a few things before I let you go, or you can go whenever you want. You're not captive, but uh, I'm gonna come out with a little tiny episode just based on things that are out on Netflix and like Amazon Prime and like Hulu right now, and then I'm just gonna kind of talk about some movies that are coming out that I'm excited to see. That'll be like a little mini episode since this one was so short. I'm going to do like a quick little, just a, you know, just a little episode of my thoughts of the current state of what's going on. Um, so if you want to hear that, check that out. I'll probably upload that, you know, if not today, I'll probably do that one tomorrow because um, I got to go do stuff. You know, I got a, I got a fucking life over here. Okay. Uh, but anyway, look out for that. That'll be uploaded today or tomorrow. This is Andrew, this is Super Original, and Mid-90s was not that good, and you are great. Goodbye.